0: Hello and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, episode 13. I'm here to discuss, what is my purpose? Why was I born?
1: My name is Mark Champlin.
0: Today I'm joined by Alex Wallace.
1: How's it going, girls and gays? I'm joined today by Mewtwo himself.
0: (laughs) Mewtwo in the flesh.
1: Making a surprise appearance. I'm here
0: to prove that I am the stronger podcaster.
1: <laughs> my favorite thing, of, one one of my favorite things about this movie is just how much Mewtwo is like Shadow the Hedgehog in the Shadow the Hedgehog video game. Now, if you—that's oh, what
0: that's what Brooke said. <laughs> yeah,
1: if you're if you're like me and you live a, a cursed existence and you've played a lot of 3D Sonic games, you know that everything that involves Shadow the Hedgehog is him just walking around and standing on top of like hilltops overlooking like scenery (laughs) and wondering what his purpose and destiny are and that's basically what Mewtwo does in this movie (laughs) that's what what, that's yeah that's the entire
0: movie is him uh philosophizing to the the audience and wondering (laughs) what all of our purposes are and then he decides to destroy the the world that birthed him because it has been cruel to him he
1: was probably right to do that what did we watch this week mark
0: we watched, okay, full title, um, Pokemon, colon, the first movie,
1: subtitle, Mewtwo Strikes Back. It's got two colons in it. That's how you know it's really good. I love this movie. I 1999. I had a fantastic time watching this movie. I, Me too. You know, so I do want to kind of talk about, uh, like, first you know how it it felt returning to this film in retrospect we don't need to fucking set up this film every single person who is listening to this podcast has watched this movie um Mm -hmm. we don't need to explain what it's about we don't need to explain what fucking pokemon is i'm not going to do the bit where i'm like pokemon is a for those of you who don't know is a series of (laughs) y'all fucking know what pokemon is y'all have seen the goddamn anime you know what we're talking about we're talking about pokemon the first movie
0: Pokemon is a third-person character action game <laughs> set set in Vietnam in the Cold War.
1: <laughs> um, I think I cried like five different times. Um, oh boy! <laughs> while watching this movie, the first the first time I cried was when was it just nostalgia tears? Yeah, or? I, I mean it yeah. was it was both. It was a little bit of both because there's mm-hmm. there was there's that intro. I mean, this movie has like four different intros, but one of the intros yes. is like the opening credits where it's like Ash and this other random trainer having a having a Pokemon battle, and it has this like kind of like groovy, upbeat version of the of the main theme from the anime, and it's just like this really nicely rendered 2D animation of the Pokemon fight, and I just started tearing up, and I didn't know, <laughs> I, I I was just
0: it, it was pretty special, yeah. Seeing seeing like an episode of Pokemon again, seeing that animation again and hearing those voices again, like, like my, my God, I was, I was six years old when I saw this movie in the theaters. Like you, it does not get more like ingrained. It doesn't get more, your brain,
1: more formative. Like it it wasn't, it wasn't just like, Oh, I remember this scene. Oh, I remember that line. It was like, no, every single line of the film, like, echoed in my brain like oh i remember exactly the cadence of that line i remember like the characters exclamations that they make like the sounds that they make every single moment of every single scene what was so familiar it like wow it was like i've seen this film so many fucking times and it has been a really long time i think the last time i watched it was probably in like Maybe maybe freshman year of college, like five mm-hmm. five years ago, maybe. Um, this was only my second time watching this movie at all.
0: Like I watched it really? when I was six, and I watched it now. That's yeah. Like not 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 to not to derail you, but I no. didn't know that your experience was so different uh, than mine. Yeah, that I, I obviously watched and played a lot of Pokemon, but uh, I, I watched Pokemon two thousand a
1: lot more. Sure, than this and one, I've seen actually. that one a ton as well. But yeah, it was it was bizarre. It was. I you know like I said I cried more than once. I cried at that intro sequence. You know, I I I cried when the Pokémon were fighting each other. I cried when Pikachu was 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 slapping the other Pikachu and crying. I cried <laughs> when Ash turned to stone and was trying to bring him back by electrocutive. I cried when Pikachu was getting chased by the the bad guy Pokéball. It's like I I had like a vis- like a visceral emotional reaction to watching this movie again in a way that I like was not expecting. Like I I kind of expected yeah. to go into it and be like, oh, it'll be fun. Watch Pokemon the first movie again. It'll be nice. <laughs> I'll have some nice nostalgic feelings. And I you si- weren't ready for that
0: for this to happen. No, <laughs>
1: and I'm like sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm like just thinking about like how long it's been since I've watched this film and like how much of my life has has changed and how much i've like developed and changed as a person in the time (laughs) since i've like since the first time that i saw this and and since the time that this film was like something that i watched on like you know a weekly basis as a child and like it was the whole time i I, i'm so aware of what a cheesy movie it is and how like because (laughs) of how you know like ramshackle the sort of like localization process for this movie was like the plot uh, is so bad barely Fucking coherent and like the the resolution of the film is just total nonsense uh but like i i was like deeply affected by it in a way that i was not prepared for i'm yeah still
0: i i find that the 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 meta commentary not even a meta commentary the um Just the way that you experience this film, the message that you leave with is not the message of the movie, but it's kind of the message of like, I don't know, I've been feeling weird lately in that I'm like 25, so I'm like almost dead, Uh, (laughs) and just a lot of feelings of the fact that I'm like really, really, I don't know, this was like the cutoff of like I, I am not like... I'm not like a kid anymore. I don't know why 25 was the year, but it feels everyone... like a real
1: age. I felt that way when I turned 23. I, I was, right, it was Ex- like
0: e- exactly, but it's weird because like I remember like you, your brain doesn't separate like childhood memories and like adult memories. Like I remember sitting in the theater and watching this movie, and uh, like I I'm the same like flesh. Human person that I was yeah, <laughs> when I saw I, this, and that is so bizarre to me. So that like made me like emotional in a weird way.
1: I'm, I'm still such a child, you know. I, yeah. I, when I, when I, when the camera moves over, and I'm like, holy shit, there's sand slash. I love sand slash, and like, I could
0: name, I could name every single. Yeah, Pokemon of course. And, uh, so I, I watched it's this. Not even a challenge. <laughs> I know, not at all. I watched this uh, with my wife Brooke, who has not seen. Pokemon or played Pokemon or experienced the culture phenomenon of Pokemon in any capacity. She's my same age, but um, her super religious parents uh, forebode her, forbade her from From, from watching or experiencing Pokemon because there's there's evolution. Sure, yeah. Uh, And... And it was just funny. I would just look over at her, look over at her and be like, that's Persian. That's Psyduck. And she's like, it's Psyduck. And, 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 and it's, it's a very fun experience naming, um, Naming Pokemon to someone and then realizing how stupid the names are. <laughs> because you you never give a second thought to no, like. No, because I've seal. known them
1: since I was <laughs> dude. Okay, like I really need to put this in perspective. Like yeah. Pokemon was the first television show that I remember watching. Pokemon is like Same. I remember like being into Pokemon as like a three-year-old. Like, you know, yeah. and, and so it is really uh, like One of the things that I was thinking about constantly while watching this movie is like, uh, you know, we talked about how like uh, the the Warcraft movie. If you don't know anything about Warcraft, as neither of us do, that movie just doesn't have shit for you. It's not interested in appealing to you. It has it has doesn't give a fuck about you. And this movie it's it's for the fans. Yeah, and this movie is like even more that. Like if you have if you haven't been watching the anime, like this movie is not interested in explaining what pokemon are this movie is not interested in setting up the world in any way this movie is not interested in being an origin story it's basically like a you know extra long episode of the anime where some more serious shit happens like it it is not Mm -hmm. like it is not like okay we are making the theatrical adaptation of pokemon as a concept you know it's not like no that
0: comes out later this year yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah, seriously (laughs) Um, in
0: detective form
1: yeah you know it's not like a uh you know it's not a reboot of pokemon on the big screen which you Mm -hmm. know you would maybe expect the pokemon movie to be it's super not that it like and and it's funny because it's like this movie was so many so many boomer parents who know absolutely fucking nothing about pokemon had to sit through this movie and it was not interested in appealing to those people whatsoever. This movie did not give a shit about that. This movie was yeah, for th- your th- five year old
0: and your five year old alone. <laughs> I think the best the best thing that parents from this era could have said about this movie, um, unless they were like into it too and they were like good parents. To, to so to my mother's credit, real quick, uh, she uh, it was this and Harry Potter were things <laughs> that she also very religious also was told um were bad and were satanic um she herself like got into both of those things Mm -hmm. and when she got into them she's like okay i'm gonna let my kids be into this now because i need people to talk to about this because she she played the pokemon game the first one she played it she like played over my file and like didn't save. she would do that every night and i didn't find out about this until later so that's kind of a cool random thing yeah but if you weren't my mom The best thing that you would have had to say about this movie is that it was mercifully short.
1: It is quite short. It's only it's only about like 74 minutes. Um, And and I think um, if you are a person who likes 2D animation, I think this movie has a lot for you, um, which is just so fucking refreshing on this podcast yeah. to be watching something yeah. that is like mostly hand animated. Um, it's a really,
0: vin- well, it's not, it wasn't vintage at the time, but it looks so vintage now, like 90s anime. It's yeah. like so cool to look at. It's now. such a
1: specific style that sort of like really thin line, very kind of like, uh, kind of like washed colors a little bit, has that very particular like 90s anime style to it. Um, mm mm-hmm. Very
0: bright, very very colorful, but then also moments of like gray and
1: like yeah. The lighting in this movie is is really effective. Uh, There's like there's a sequence where they're like out on like uh, like when they're first getting into Mewtwo's island and like it's all this like very harsh green light and all the characters are cast in these really like you know like like severe like uh, like neon colors and stuff and like it. It's constructed well in a way that, like, we just don't get to see on this podcast almost at all. Um, And we certainly have not seen a fucking second of 2D animation on this. Um, I really like the aesthetic of this movie. Um, I I really like, uh, there's, like, you know, they, they have this big, Mewtwo has this big castle. And it has this kind of, like, the architecture of it is, like, has this weird, like, biotech quality to it like and like all of the machinery in his lab there's like these like robot arms that like don't move like robots they move like you know in a really organic fashion organically yeah yeah, it has like everything has this very like like icky like kind of sticky gross real quality to it that i really like you you know what
0: it reminds me of um it reminds me of
1: like the, the Sheikah
0: technology from Breath yeah. of the Wild a little bit, but more uh, grimy if, than that. Yeah, if, if you if you've played that game, it's it's just very like like neon slash like ancient looking, but like lots of like cogs and moving parts. Yeah. and things. It, it's uh, it's
1: like the Sheikah technology if it if it like like twenty years after another apocalypse. You know, like it. it y- yes, it's striking. Mm-hmm. I was surprised by that because I I had kind of forgotten that aspect of it. Um, There's lots
0: of propellers and shit. Yeah, yeah. it was cool.
1: Um, something else <laughs> that I want to talk about is... Um, so, I watched a version of this movie, uh, which I got illegally on the internet, because uh, at my parents' house, I own a DVD copy of this movie, so I refuse to pay Amazon for it. Um, <laughs> and a version... Yeah, fuck you, Bezos. Yeah, seriously. Get, get fucked up, piece of shit. <laughs> um, so... Um, And so the version that I watched online included, um, the prologue, which is like this sort of 10 minute, uh, sequence that was in, I I looked up this up afterwards because I was curious about it. And so there's like this sort of 10 minute intro sequence, um, about like, you know, how Mewtwo came to be and how he was made in this fucking laboratory and all this stuff. Um, and it was in the original Japanese theatrical cut um and was not tell me
0: about it because i have not seen it. yeah
1: and it was not included in the american cut but it was included on the dvd for mewtwo returns which was like a tv movie that came out like years and years after this movie did like six or seven years i think um okay and this prologue is buck fucking wild man i it it it's very was understandable
0: it too, too, too wild for american yeah, audiences yeah it's very
1: understandable why this was not included in the american theatrical cut because it it so it the basic premise of it is the 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 scientist with the curly hair the guy who says we 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 dreamed of creating the most powerful pokemon and we succeeded <laughs> and then gets fucking murked by Mewtwo that guy is back <laughs> Do you
0: think god stays in heaven cuz he fears <laughs> yeah, his
1: creations yeah, that guy's backstory um is essentially that his his young daughter dies um mm, and he okay. becomes obsessed with cloning technology and he's trying to clone his daughter um and also you know trying to clone pokemon on the side as well and his wife divorces him like there's this whole sequence where like his life <laughs> his wife leaves him because he's like she's just like our, our daughter is dead you can't bring her back you that's know, you, dope it's amazing and then like and the whole thing is basically like the it's like Mewtwo and the clone of the girl and a uh, Bulbasaur Charmander and Squirtle clones and the other three or the other clones besides Mewtwo the four clones besides Mewtwo don't make it and they die and they like (laughs) like they die in the test tube but like they had all been communicating telepathically so Mewtwo is like friends with this clone of this girl that never makes it
0: what the fuck? Yeah,
1: and then Mewtwo blows up the lab and kills all of them.
0: Uh, well, shit. I mean, like
1: it casts the movie in has a very more... different light. It also, uh, yeah, it he also... has more of a motivation to kill these motherfuckers. He really does. It. it... <laughs> we'll get to this, but like Mewtwo, uh, like, is a good villain in this movie because, like, he is he is so right. To be pissed. He is mm-hmm. so right to be angry. And I really do want to talk about like the fact that, like, even minus that. Prologue that I I saw which makes it Even more of a a horror show Like this movie really does start like a Horror movie (laughs) like It it opens on like you know just like the black Screen and then like the bubbles and it's just like Mewtwo like monologuing to himself And and wondering what his purpose is and then he like Brutally kills all these people And blows up this entire building and then Is like visited by this shady man In a helicopter and there's that like shot Where it's like Mewtwo and Giovanni Like silhouetted against like the burning Like laboratory behind them in shit and it's like really stark and intense like this movie is the the like there's I, yeah. not a lot of it is like super light-hearted it's it's not like like they're, they're you know it's it's the pokemon anime so there's a lot of silly jokes and team rocket is there being silly but like it's it's pretty self-serious overall like it, it and it really is like a pretty like pretty dark inter like in tone and in sort of like the aesthetic of it, it- it's kind of an I, intense movie i i found myself
0: thinking that this movie was like like shots like that like giovanni and mewtwo standing across from each other in the burning wreckage and uh, just I love the, that general, shot, like, by the way tone, the, the the establishing like scene in the movie of him blowing up the laboratory i was like I'm already instantly more invested in this than any, like, intro from a Marvel movie <laughs> or, like, like a traditional, like, superhero movie or something like that. Like, I was really trying to think, like, man, this is more interesting than, like, fucking Iron Man 3. <laughs> like,
1: this shit's cool. Yeah, like, the I, I really do want to shout out, like, how you know there's a reason that that sequence of Mewtwo destroying the lab is so iconic and it's because it is really just like lovingly rendered like the the like explosions and like you see like a hose blow off and like you know it's blowing steam everywhere and it's all like rendered in this really like intense 2D style like it it is genuinely effective like it's it uh, you know it's uh, it's very difficult it is very difficult obviously yeah. to uh, for me to have any kind of perspective on this film whatsoever. But I do think that if I was watching this with fresh eyes, I'd be like, yeah, all right. Like it's, it's, it's goofy and, and melodramatic in the way that anime often is uh, like it, it, it mm-hmm. you know, characters speak at very like pronouncement, like strong pronouncing kind of ways. And they're kind of really being very like clearly stating their emotions about things. And that, and that kind of just is the style Um but I this d- I do this think weirdly that it is- reminded
0: me how much I like uh, uh, reasons why I like Naruto so much. Like the 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 very the intro scene where Mewtwo's monologuing and he gets violent and he destroys the test tube and stuff. It reminded me of my favorite segments of like Naruto that I like still watch today, and uh, and just maybe like think of like how good some like kids media was and uh is still really effective uh, coming to it with fresh eyes because i those were pretty fresh eyes and like obviously i haven't watched this in 11 to d- 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 fuck to 19 years God. and it it works like it, it totally it, especially the intro like like I, again like brooke has never seen this i remember her looking over me like
1: what is this <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's cool. like it's not the tone that she yeah was expecting. It, it
1: opens and it's like fucking akira or some shit mm-hmm. you know it, it totally works seriously um so so you wanted to you wanted to talk about the music <laughs>
0: real quick oh god okay so um this the, the music is the thing that keeps this movie from being uh, timeless and evergreen because <laughs> like i mean so for example like the we'll jump to like the the end credits real quick It's just a like a compilation of like shitty pop songs, seven different shitty 90s sounding pop songs that that I don't know. I don't know if they were recorded for this movie or if they're just generic forgotten to time pop songs, but they sound like like, you know, Backstreet Boys or Christina Aguilera B-Sides. (laughs) <laughs> and it's and there's it's a lot so of them a bunch funny.
1: in a row like the, the 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 end credit sequence it's like a bunch of nice shots of like anime scenery and maybe occasionally the characters walk through it uh and then it's it's just these god awful <laughs> pop songs playing behind them and it's it's a shame too because i i actually do think that like uh the incidental music in this movie is really good like mewtwo's really like Spooky, mm-hmm. swirling the, theme. The, and the like,
0: orchestrated, the orchestra, the orchestral score. Yeah, yeah and, it's
1: good. And, and, and like the, uh, like it's effective. Like Mew and Mewtwo have like different like lay motifs, and they kind of like interplay with yes, each other they as they're interacting with each other. Like it is like actually very effectively scored. Um, but yeah, it, it, it the the pop music is definitely um, definitely dates it, it. It is very it is very particular nineties kind of sound um it's yeah it's
0: it's like it's that type of like well it's specifically that that brother my brother <laughs> why are we what are we fighting for we'll get to it's like um yeah i think you were like why is it james blunt yeah it's it's Blatt really funny here?
1: because like it is this like really dramatic moment in the film where like you know yeah, mewtwo the- mewtwo turns off
0: the pokemon special moves and just tells them to fight to the to death just with their brutalize each hands. other
1: yeah and then and then so this. They're like beating the
0: shit out of each other with their feet.
1: Yeah, and, shit. and then and then like slowly, like Ash is like hanging off of a cliff. And like slowly building is this like nice, like kind of a poppy acoustic guitar
0: that comes in with
1: like maybe. It sounds like it sounds like
0: Beautiful Soul by Jeffrey McCartney. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's a hundred percent that. But then like <laughs> And, and, like, when it first started, I was like, you know, obviously I know Brother My Brother is coming up, because I've seen this movie ten billion fucking times, like, everybody else listening to this podcast I had
0: no idea. This is, like, when I watched the Mario Brothers movie, and I didn't know what the Goomas looked like. (laughs) Yeah, that was... I was unspoiled. I heard Brother My Brother for the first time.
1: Like, I... uh, Like... For me, it was like you know the the music started coming up, and I was like kind of rolling my eyes because it just is so out of place with like what is happening on screen.
0: Did you? I bet you thought it was cool when you were a kid, though.
1: Dude, as soon as the music started actually playing, and we saw those Pokemon fighting each other, and I, I immediately started trying again, dude. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't. I, love I it. could not help it with this movie, dude. It it was like. Like some some of it was the nostalgia. Some of it was like, wow, I'm watching Pokemon the first movie again, and I'm 23 goddamn years old, and I have a job, and I live by myself, and, and mm-hmm. I you know the first time I saw this movie, I you know wasn't even allowed to cross the street by myself, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, you exactly. know, um, mm-hmm. but then parts of it were like, no, I'm I'm you know obviously I'm so like it, it have, being objective is impossible here, but like watching one of the Pikachus beat up the other Pikachu, and he's, like, crying because he doesn't want to fight, but he has to. And the whole time, and we're about to get into this, the whole time, I am consciously aware of the fact that, like, this movie's whole message and, like, the whole, like, crux (laughs) of the last, like, 15 minutes completely fucking doesn't work it is total total, it is complete bullshit because it is it is completely contradictory to the entire concept of pokemon as a franchise and yet i'm still sitting here 23 goddamn years (laughs) old watching this rat slap this other rat in the face and cry about it and i'm like crying man
0: so like before we get into like you know quote giant air quotes criticizing like giving trying to give legitimate criticism to pokemon in the first movie from 1999 like we'll we'll just say like like we get it like this is what we do we 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 have we have to go there but like it's a fuck it's fucking pokemon like so so take this with a with a big old grain of salt we love pokemon but like
1: yeah, this, this movie is total bullshit. Yeah, this like, movie let's... is complete. It's complete garbage because, well, I mean... Make no mistake. Like, well, just because, okay, like, uh, I'm not going to say for those of you who haven't seen it, because I know everyone has seen it. So I'm going to say for those of you who have maybe forgotten, basically the end of this film is, is like Mark said, you know, Mewtwo has all these clones of everyone's Pokemon... And he's, uh, you know, he's a baddie, and he's gonna he's gonna make the Pokemon fight it out. Basically, like you kind of get the impression that like Mewtwo is kind of doing all of this as as just like just for like a laugh, because like he could easily fuck everybody up in like two seconds. Yeah, and he's, they-
0: he's he's toying with the humans by like fucking with their their Pokemon friends. Yeah, it seems like
1: yeah, like there's the there's like that whole sequence where like. He has like the Charizard and the Ivy and the Venusaur and the Blastoise clone fight the trainers' versions of those Pokemon, and like it's like he he's agreeing to like this Pokemon battle because you know he could just he's just fucking with them basically, and like I do think that Mewtwo is a pretty effective villain in this movie just because like. He's kind of right. <laughs> yeah. Know? So the
0: be- the best villains are the ones that will like. Uh, I mean, across all media, across all storytelling, the best villains are the ones where you can like see where they're coming from, and it's they're, they're not just villains for the sake of like being bad guys' sake.
1: Yeah, and you know, Mewtwo is like born in a lab. He's treated as a tool. He is, mm-hmm. you know, basically By everyone who's ever met him. Treats him as either like, you know, an experiment to be, you know, prodded or just a tool to use to further their own ends. And that's how humans have treated him his entire life. And he, you know, basically says, like, you know, you humans have enslaved Pokemon, which he isn't really wrong about, um, and no, basically, and, and he
0: resents the other Pokemon for going along with it. When yeah. He like, and, and when he, I'm sure, somewhat like believes that they should like rise above this. Yeah.
1: And so, and so, you know, they have you have all these Pokemon fighting each other without any powers, without it, you know, <laughs> without being able to use electricity and shit. Um yeah. And they're just like just beating the absolute shit out of each other, and you know, the movie plays brother, my brother, and it's like and then it plays like some sad orchestral music and just shows all the pokemon beating each other up and like it is disturbing cuz you know they're like well the pokemon are like well rendered as like animals that are hurting you know essentially mm-hmm. um yeah.
0: they're sentient beings who are experiencing pain yeah
1: and, like, and so clear. and so and they're playing sad music and you're affected by that but the you know and the characters are like you know this this just proves that fighting is wrong you know and like uh, there there's a very yeah, my, particular line where one <laughs> of the characters says Pokemon Pokemon aren't meant to fight, and then there's a pause, and then she says, <laughs> not like this.
0: Uh, <laughs> basically looking at the audience being like, no, no, no. I just mean like they shouldn't like punch each other. Yeah,
1: and and <laughs> I think that what the movie is trying to get at is the idea that, like, okay, well, like a Pokemon battle. That's like boxing, you know, that, 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 you know, two trainers having a fight that that's, you know, that's sport as opposed to war and as opposed to making these Pokemon fight each other to the death, which is different and bad. But I don't think that the movie earns that because it doesn't articulate that point as well as I just did two seconds ago. I had to... Yeah, if, that's if my reading of it. If you hadn't said that,
0: I would still be confused. Yeah, honestly. and
1: I think I think that is what they're going for because other because Probably. the only other way to read it is while well, fighting is wrong, Pokemon shouldn't fight pokemon as a franchise as a as a as an entertainment institution uh is is null and void because fighting is wrong and bad uh, we should pack it up and go home Pokemon the first movie is the end of the franchise so, and obviously so obviously, obviously no, uh,
0: this this couldn't be the case but like I was so hoping when I was watching it that it was like man wouldn't it be cool if this just turned into a meta commentary and you realize that this is what Mewtwo's been doing he's like I have broken down Pokemon fights to their essence yeah. two two
1: animals beating the shit out of each yeah, other like, and it, now you're not okay with it it's it's all the, it, the like it, it it's like with a couple changes to the script this could be like a very cynical deconstruction of pokemon as a concept dude yes
0: oh my god and i'm so here for that do you remember that oh man so were you i don't did you see that like PETA like pokemon black
1: video yeah, game yeah, yeah, parody I that what, they made yeah, yeah i know what you're talking
0: about <laughs> oh man fuck it was called like pokemon black and blue and it was just like Pokemon yeah. rise up uh, to fight against their masters because eating meat is wrong. I mean, this is
1: they're... one of the things that Pokemon runs into, and and this and this actually Always. has happened in in Pokemon Black and White. If if you haven't played that game, which I'm assuming some people have not, uh, including you, uh, I, I haven't,
0: but I know the,
1: the yeah plots. part yes. part of the plot of that game is essentially like one of the groups. Like the evil group in that game is essentially Pokemon Peta, and they're coming out and they're being mm-hmm. like, "Hey, owning Pokemon is fucking wrong. You just shouldn't do it. You should release your Pokemon." And then you know, obviously, it turns out that like, oh, well, they had ulterior motives, and they're just saying that because they want all the Pokemon. But the movie or the the game never actually goes back and addresses like, well, okay, maybe this group did have ulterior motives, but they were still making those points, and those Isn't were still salient Isn't points the, to people the, the
0: only resolution that the game offers it's my understanding that like basically it boils down to like oh no that they, they, they like fighting right
1: yeah and like, and, and that's it, the problem with with trying to get at any sort of deeper like meaning or any any sort of like like it's so hard for them to Evolve Pokemon from as as a it, it, from a storytelling perspective because there just isn't mm-hmm. there isn't a way to do it without kind of deconstructing Pokemon like there isn't really a way to kind of like reevaluate the tropes that make Pokemon Pokemon w- without saying well okay the whole concept of this is pretty fucked up uh, you know. Pokemon trainers just sh- shouldn't own Pokemon um and I, I don't yeah I don't think that this movie the the last like 10 minutes of this movie is like coherent enough to to make the case that it is sporting you know to make the case that there is a difference between the two um, I think you know that's kind of how I read what they were going for but I don't think they they stick the landing on that and in general I think the resolution for this movie is like really disappointing because it essentially ends with like you know, all the Pokemon cry and bring Ash back to life, which is set up in the prologue that was not in the English theatrical release. By the way, it's still bullshit, but they, they set it up at least. Oh, no, uh, they, they,
0: they explain it in the actual movie. They, yeah, they, they have they the talk weird, talk about the legend.
1: Yeah. But like, it, they, yeah, it's, it's, it's oh, still that was good
0: enough. That's good enough for me. <laughs>
1: um, and, and, i'll you know, watch the prologue you know he, really he comes back and like you know mewtwo talks you know realizes that you know fighting is bad or whatever and then no, so
0: so he says he says uh i've come to a realization that um the circumstances of your birth are irrelevant what matters is what you do with the gift of life yeah. which is like i guess was the point of the movie but he, just because he said that doesn't make the movie have about that cuz it yeah. wasn't.
1: Yeah. And and then and then he just flies away and wipes everybody's memories so that the yeah. whole movie might as well not have even happened.
0: It's the the classic ending for an anime movie that that they want to be able to say wasn't necessarily canon yeah. if it's convenient.
1: Yeah, so he just wipes all the main characters' memories and so it could never be mentioned again. Um and there the other thing is like um after after that intro with Mewtwo destroying the lab there's like you know the 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 standard pokemon intro with like the pokemon narrator talking about you know adventure and shit but in this one he's like you know for thousands of years humans have existed alongside pokemon and all have wondered about the meaning of life and 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 like it 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 really like just kicks in the door and is like, hey, this movie's gonna be dealing with some serious topics. This movie is dealing yeah. with what is our purpose and why are we here. It's, and I felt It that-
0: feels like they it feels like they added that intro after they did the outro and realized, okay, well, it, we didn't earn this heavy <laughs> shit at all. Let's establish something in the beginning. Yeah.
1: So they just show some 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 shots of the ocean and talk about how, yeah. you know, wondering, you know, what the what the meaning of our cosmic existence is. And yeah, none of it none of it works at all. I still Thoroughly enjoyed the film just from like the individual moments. You know, Team Rocket is still funny. Meowth is still entertaining. You know the the
0: yeah. Meowth solves racism <laughs> in this movie. Remember? Yeah, he he <laughs> he, <laughs> he comes up to his um his his clone counterpart and he starts talking in his uh, hilarious Brooklyn accent, which I now realize that Yu Gi Oh like kind of stole from this. Uh, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh has a character with a hilarious Brooklyn accent. Is that like a thing in anime? I, I digress. <laughs> I'm sure it probably is in American <laughs> anime. Yeah, but Meowth solves racism. He says, "Like, hey, uh, I guess it doesn't matter what you were what you were born as. I guess what what matters is th- what's in your heart." Yeah, he says something. he says something
1: along the lines of like, uh, "You know, maybe if we started focusing on what's the same about yeah, us instead yes. of what's different, well, who knows?" And you know, yeah, yeah, you know. I have a dream. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he, that, essentially, that, you know, and and like this is so like you know overly... like thinking way too much about this movie for five year olds, but like the, no, but the, this is this is peak nineteen ninety yeah, yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah. This movie, this movie really does have like absolutely no ideology whatsoever. Like it, it's you know the the broader message of it is just like people should be nice to each other, fighting is bad, and. If if you know if if you disagree with someone, you just gotta you just gotta learn to to make it up to each other. Like there there's no. Yeah, right. not, <laughs> yeah, yeah about not the first not movie get, really last lacking a broader <laughs> class analysis. I felt not to get super.
0: This movie is pre nine eleven, but like this movie is pre nine eleven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this was this the economy was booming. Everyone was pretty pretty chill. All of the white people were doing well. <laughs> white people were doing great, and, you know, uh, 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 black people uh, uh, let's, and let's other minorities were Let's adjust that even
1: more. Middle th- to upper class yuppie white people were doing very well in the 90s. And you know what? The rest of the world wasn't loud enough about their problems for us to care yet, so, like, <laughs> honestly... <laughs> you gonna hold that one?
0: <laughs> so, 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 so here we are, and things are... Things are much worse now because I know about the things now.
1: <laughs> oh, God. See, people are going to actually think that you believe that because some people really do think that way. God, you know, it's... It's, it's okay fun. that I, that, I, that Reagan I, ignored the AIDS crisis because that's just how things were at the time. Yeah, Fuck. You know? Oh, man. You know, I,
0: I actually have to be a little more careful with this uh, because not, not, I'm sure everyone listening knows what I'm about. But, like, I made, like, that kind of joke to like uh, recently to a friend in a coffee shop who like didn't know me well enough and they were like oh and I was like wait no I was ironic oh wait fuck <laughs> no no I, no, I really know like, that things
1: have always been bad.
0: <laughs> I took a second to like self examine like how, that my humor can be harmful sometimes anyway all
1: right so 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 there's one more thing that we wanted to cover before we uh before we get out of here um and that is a particular scene of the film which I. I don't know if I really have much to comment on. I just want to acknowledge its existence because I feel like it would be wrong to not acknowledge the fact that this happened in this movie. There's, there's the part where they need to get to the island, but there's a real bad storm. And everybody else is using their Pokemans to get over the water. But they all have t- small Pokemans, so they can't get over the water. And then Team Rocket shows up in disguises, as they are wont to do. This is not out of the ordinary for Team Rocket. But they're they're in like a they're in like a a kayak, and they're dressed as Vikings.
0: It's a very small boat, like very ineffective.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Meowth <laughs> and they're dressed
0: as Vikings. Yeah,
1: Meowth is like is like the lady on the front of the
0: boat. <laughs> I laughed so fucking hard at Meowth on the front of the boat. Like it, like the fact that he felt the need to be part of the disguise and what he chose was to be. The, the lady on the boat, like in it probably in wasn't his decision. <laughs> it the t- team Rocket.
1: What What's their deal? Yeah, they the the, <laughs> the funny thing about Team Rocket is in this movie is like they have like they have like no motivation whatsoever. Like it's not like you know no, obviously yeah. like. They they want the Pikachu. Well, uh, ostensibly they're there because there's rare Pokemon. Yeah, ostensibly they're there because they yeah because they know a bunch of powerful traders are being invited to this island, and then their entire role in the film is to like wander around and stumble into the plot occasionally. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're they're used as the plot device because. Yeah, I, I mean, they, they, they did have a purpose. I mean, make no mistake, the reason they're there is because you children
1: laugh at them. And and they hey, have to I laugh the at them, and as established, I am a child.
0: <laughs> oh, man. What do, you, do you remember their motto? Could you recite it?
1: I absolutely could. Oh, yeah, actually, you know what's a really great moment in this movie is when, like, shit is going down, and Ash, like, runs into Team Rocket again, and he just says, I don't have time for your motto, sorry, and he just keeps going.
0: Yeah. He just keeps running. He's like, fuck off. I'm not listening.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's great. Oh, God. What are we watching next week, Mark? Um,
0: well, uh, okay. So I didn't look. I was going to look up how to pronounce his name.
1: Uve uh, U- U- Bull. Uve Bull. I think it's Uva. I'm Uwe. not 100% on this. I think it's Uva Bull. So, so Uva
0: Bull is a legendary, like the legendary. Uh, Bad video game movie director. I don't know if we've intentionally avoided his movies yeah, up until I, I, this point. It
1: wasn't, yeah, so this is something like what what we were originally like getting ready for this podcast, one of the things that I was like, alright, well, I gotta figure out how to pronounce Uva Bowl <laughs> and we're yeah. gonna watch a lot of fucking UVA Bowl movies. And we are now twelve episodes in, about to be thirteen, when we do our first Uva Bowl episode, which is really weird. Um But yeah, he is sort of this Uh, eclectic uh, German director who... Prolific. Prolific. Who directed tons and tons and tons of just god awful video game movies. Um, Allegedly, according to some people, because of, like, tax loophole reasons, uh, was one of the reasons he was producing so many films. Um, Fuck, I hope that's true. Well known for challenging his critics to boxing matches. (laughs) 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 But Uh, so we are going to be watching Uva Bull's Blood Rain next week. I know nothing about Blood Rain the video game. I've never played it. I've barely even heard of it. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what kind of game it is. The movie. I'm pretty
0: sure I'm pretty sure it's like early 2000s Bayonetta but with even less sexual agency. Oh
1: man. Um and the movie I know again absolutely nothing about. Uh, so this will be a fun one to head into with with no knowledge whatsoever. I have no idea what to expect out of this thing. I've seen a couple Uva films, or at least clips from them. I've seen bits of Alone in the Dark, but this one is a total fucking mystery to me. He did an Alone in the Dark movie. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, uh, we there's there's a House of the Dead movie. There's a lot Fuck. of Uva Bull to get through in this podcast, man. It's it's we're 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 gonna get into it. It's gonna be rough. <laughs>
0: The, uh yeah, this podcast was a mistake. Uh you can find us at uh on Twitter at Cartridge Cinema. Uh we post lots of fun uh lots of lots of fun goofs there. I had a couple of a couple of viral posts uh, this week and by that I mean I got twenty likes roughly. Um, but we, we love you guys. We know that you guys are listening who who like all our shitty posts. Uh, I We ran a couple polls also. A poll that was interesting that I want to touch on briefly is I made like a shit post and then I said, hey, do you guys know who writes these posts because we type in a very similar style and it, the split was dead. Even yeah. I thought, half half thought that you wrote it and half thought that I wrote it. And but, that's good. That uh, means we're maintaining a consistent voice. I'm the, I, I, I was actually really happy about that. The and Twitter. I'm fine. I don't ever need any of the credit uh,
1: <laughs> for the shit postings. Yeah.
0: Um, well, you can listen to us on Spotify iTunes uh, the OGs you guys are on SoundCloud uh, so we we appreciate that Uh, we, we need more of you uh, because iTunes won't tell us how popular we are.
1: Yeah, we have no idea how many people listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, so go, go, go,
0: go tell your friends. Uh, if you vaguely like social justice or or video game movies, there's there's really no other place to listen to that shit. So, uh, yeah, our music is by DJ Tin Man, the god um, our art. It's by Courtney Kaufman. Uh, Really incredible shit. Uh, Go follow both of them as well. Um, uh, For
1: me, it was Tuesday. (laughs) Fuck.